Hey everyone, welcome to the Guri Show podcast season 2. New episode drops every Wednesday. This season is all about shifting perspectives, changing reality, breaking stereotypes, crushing down walls, and yes, we talk about strategy, we talk about tips, we talk about the how to stuff as well. However, we also talk about the stereotypes and limiting beliefs that most entrepreneurs, coaches, course creators, and visionaries face and navigate through in order to see the success they desire. If you are meeting for the first time, hey, I'm Gurvinder, call me Guri. I help aspiring course creators, coaches, visionaries, experts of all niches with no online presence or knowledge of online marketing and sales go from scratch to consistently selling their online course program or offer, whether they want it as a lucrative sideline or the main thing. I take them through the six phases step-by-step so that they can up-level their online business and identity without fear and stress. So, in this season, I'm inviting experts from all the niches that are also online course or program creators who have broken those walls for themselves, with or without help, and who are ready to share with you what it meant, how it felt, and how they were able to move past that phase. I always say that a lot of times it's not the external, but the internal that blocks our vision and hinders our growth. And in doing so, it disarms us. Often, we don't even know what these blockers and blind spots are. So join me and several experts on this journey where we will share with you not only the strategies and the so-called juicy stuff on how to grow your business, on how to create a course and how to sell and launch it, and also the boring stuff that is actually life-changing, you know, the, the things that you have to do on a daily basis. Because when you change your subconscious, you change your reality. So I want to share with you one interesting fact that most of you, I feel, might already be aware of. Um, and it's that your subconscious lives on patterns and programs. And what that does or means is that your reality or your physical reality may change, but you may be living and reliving the same patterns. And I want you to be, if you checked out, please check back in because I want you to listen to it again and focus here. So what these patterns do is, and you can observe it in any part of your life, you know, for example, um, you may be with the right person or partner and still question yourself whether you deserve them Or, you know, you might be just fighting on the same things from the previous relationship that actually led to your breakup. So, and for example, you may be successful and yet stressed out. So you can apply it or you can see or you can observe it in any part of your life that your reality is changing. There is positive progress on different fronts in your life, but the patterns, the old patterns are still the same and that are making you stress, stressed out, okay? And you're stressed out because of those very reasons. So the interesting thing that I want to point out here is that you might be making $10,000 a month or you might be working with the dream client or dream VA that you have worked super hard to get to or that you've made it months to manifest in your life but you might still be living a miserable life. And I know that, I hate to say that, but it's the reality for a lot of people that they're successful yet miserable. 
And that's because you're primed for misery. You're programmed to live a miserable life. Right? And you can apply this concept to any part of your life to see what self-sabotage is doing to you in your life despite lots of positive development in various areas of your life. And the only reason is that you're programmed to live a miserable life. And so this is the reason that inspired me to put, put up Breaking Stereotypes as a theme for season two, because I want you to grow on all the fronts, be it financial, be it strategic, be it personal. Now, most of these beliefs were programmed into our subconscious when we were young. And growing up, they have become so strong that they have become common beliefs or stereotypes that people often believe to be true under all circumstances. So I hope you're getting what I'm saying, that when you hear one thing again and again and again and again from multiple people in multiple situations, and you hear the same thing, your mind starts believing it to be true under all circumstances. So, and when that happens, breaking them at a certain point in future or changing them to get to your desired destination becomes super difficult. Because, I mean, how can you change something that is generally accepted as true or right? And And you can fight others, but how can you fight your own mind? Because your own mind also believes those things to be true. So it's like you're fighting two enemies on the same battleground, one from the other side and one from the inside. A lot of times it's easier to fight the enemy across from you because you know that it's an enemy, but it's difficult to root out the inside one because you know that there is something wrong, you get an awareness to it, but you don't know what it is because your mind, your subconscious also believes it to be true, right? Or to be just right. And that's what keeps most people stuck. And via this series, I'm trying to help you to understand your own subconscious beliefs and just identify them as stereotypes or you know, like common beliefs or, you know, the things that you can change easily or the things that uh, will give you a hard time, but you just, um, but you can still change them. So we have this series, I'm going to help you to understand and identify those beliefs for yourself and to be uh, able to change them for yourself. I do want to share an interesting story with you though. So I grew up in an environment where entrepreneurship was a long shot for men and forget about the women. So growing up, I was taught that the best career choice for women is teaching. So I pursued it. But I clearly remember the impact of the speech I got from my head of department on my first day on the job as an economics teacher, you know, back in 2010. And it went something like, um, I don't remember exactly. Uh, I remember the gist, though. So I'm going to share the gist with you. And it was that the students must respect the teachers. The students must be terrified of the teachers. And I know that terrified is a strong word. But what they actually meant was that 
the impact of a teacher should be so profound that the moment they enter the class, students should go in pin drop silence so that the students can focus on the studies. And I remember thinking like, I am way far from something that can terrify people. <laughs> and I know that I still am the same person, you know, way far from something that can terrify people. I hope so. So I tried to fit in because it was my first job. I needed that job. I needed money. I just finished my education. I wanted to work. I wanted to start my professional career. So I tried to fit in for some time, but it didn't just work out for me. I felt uneasy in shaming students for not studying. I still do. I still feel, you know, I still have a hard time shaming my clients, you know, when they're not performing up to the mark. And I know that a lot of, a lot of coaches do that. I find it really hard to do that. Uh, but I just feel that that's the way I am. And that's how uh, those are my values. And that's how I like to approach my business or anything that, you know, that is brought in my life. So I really felt uneasy in shaming students for not studying. And I, I clearly remember that a lot of teachers were so damn good at it. <laughs> I can't tell you how, how good they were. In fact, you know, when I was a student, when I was in school, I remember how my teachers, you know, were, they were so good at shaming students for not, stu for not studying, you know, and just, and it terrified the hell out of students. And it just, and at that point, I remember, you know, being a student and felt like when teachers are doing this with you, they are actually motivating you to study. And so they are doing it for the good. But uh, it's not the right approach. So going back to the time when I was a teacher. So I felt uneasy. And that's because I believed that as a teacher, my job was to teach and not do moral coaching. I mean, sure, if it comes natural, sure, if, you know... Uh, anyway, my words of wisdom could help a student, I would go in, you know, 100%. But I realized early on in my teaching career that I wasn't that kind of person who would scold someone for, scold a student for arriving late in the class, you know. And I agree that school students, especially the school students, actually, um, they need some character building. But I figured the profile was just wasn't for me. So I would rather teach someone by building context to reality and by showing my real self than just allow them to, um, and then just allow them to grow from there because I believe that that's exactly how humans grow and are meant to grow. So that's the first stereotype I broke in my professional life. I didn't go the traditional way. I took it to not acting up traits that society wants teachers to put on. Um, and I know that it varies from culture to culture, country to country, city to city. Uh, but, you know, back in the day, I believe that um, the education system was a lot like that. So I showed up as an empathetic and compassionate and kind person that I am who wanted to show students that studies needed to be looked upon as having the ability to provide life-changing experiences that can shape their future and not just as a way to belong to the honor role. And yes, the downside was um, a lot of times students did take me lightly. The principal called me in a few times to moral lecture me on how to become a stronger person. I do, however, remember um, that the students who could see through 
my intention showered me with love and respect and so I gave up school teaching for the very reasons and I took a private coaching where I knew I had some room for showing up um, as a real person that I am and and then that journey continued for some time because I also wanted to build my career as a teacher so uh, that was like yeah four years or something you know yeah around four years eventually quitting teaching completely in 2017 and that's when my entrepreneurial journey began but it was really 2018 early 2018 where I actually started taking action actually started taking um, understanding what comes under the digital marketing umbrella and really um, starting you know experimenting and learning these different different um, you know departments different skills like email marketing SEO and different things so 2017 was almost a year of healing from a trauma and really understanding what I really want to do because although it was clear that I wanted to hop on the entrepreneurial journey but the plan of action wasn't quite clear to me so I didn't think ahead I didn't plan ahead for things I just quit you know from my job and I was like okay let's do it what have they got I realized not to my surprise though that I had nothing I had no action plan roadmap uh, and that's why I love my journey from 2017 till now 2022 we are you know in 22 2022 now I absolutely love my journey I absolutely adore myself you know all the things that I went through and I I experienced and I let them take out the best in me I allowed them to bring out the best in me and I absolutely love this journey so I started in 2017 with nothing with with no I mean some savings but those savings just you know like poofed in no time so 2018 till 2021 I absolutely love this journey that being said I did come face to face with many hidden in the back of my mind stereotypical beliefs when I started my entrepreneurial journey because Coming from an employee mindset and shifting to a CEO mindset seems like eating like eating an ice cream, but it ain't nothing like that, my friends. I am. <laughs> oh my god, I'm getting chills. Um, it's nothing like eating an ice cream. It's it's really uh, a journey. It's it's a marathon. It's not a sprint at all. So uh, I I even face you know. A lot of these hidden blocks and blind spots I come across them even today and that's a good thing I've learned how to embrace them in fact now I even look forward to meeting them because I know now that sooner I come across them faster I can reach my goals by either reframing those beliefs or completely crushing them down so it's it's a good thing for me to uh, really come face to face with my limiting beliefs and you know with these hidden blocks so now for you guys the better question here is how do you do that how do you identify and change those beliefs for yourself how do you fight that stereotype that most believed to be true 
So that's exactly what we are trying to do. That's exactly what we are going to unwrap on this journey on season two. So thank you for listening to this intro episode. Next week on Wednesday, the first episode of this series will drop. We are going to unwrap a lot of these limiting beliefs on this journey. And so thank you for listening to me. Stay connected. Sign up to the freebies I have created for you. The links are in the notes. Connect with me on Instagram. Link is in the notes. And do leave a review and or rating on this podcast. I'd be super grateful, super grateful that you stay till the end. Thank you for listening. Thank you for taking this step on your journey. See you soon.